Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to start experimenting with different intros because I've listened to enough of our intros. Oh, man. And it's lame. I know. <laughs> and also, it's like that weird thing of like, we haven't just been talking for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's either we've been um, talking already before we started recording or we're just not in the mood. Like we're yeah. just like, done with it, you know. <laughs> Oh well. Well, so yeah. Let us let us freshen up our intros and tune in each week to our intros. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, welcome back guys to Starlem Substance. I feel like I never say that. No, you forgot. We have a jing- we have like a jingle now. It's like I think you should still say it though, because um, our intro doesn't say the actual name of the podcast and I think it would help. Does it not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, welcome back to Style Over Substance. Um, I, I hate I hate the plug, but I mean this is the plug. It's the podcast. It's the damn thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome back, guys. Yeah. Professionals yeah. ever ever in this corner of the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How oh. you doing, man? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I feel like this week I have a bit of a, like a social life. I don't know. Oh. I, have like, I have like a midweek drinks thing this week I love I don't, that I don't normally mm. be honest. um and then I'm seeing you and then yeah. I'm seeing my family and then um but I will see them not to be honest and then <laughs> yeah I don't know I just feel like this week I'll be like out and about catch me outside love it love it yeah I, I've definitely noticed that like if I mean I don't think my life was that eventful bc yeah but i definitely feel like it i had a different idea of my life maybe bc when it bc is before covid yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't have to explain that <laughs> i have to say i do love the abbreviation though. yeah me too um yeah i don't know like you know when like okay this comes from i've done a wardrobe player or started one really I think this needs to be your new segment. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I never did it. Uh, well, it's part of my fashion story today. Um, but like, you know how you like hold on to stuff. You're like, no, that could be good for going out. I don't know who I think I am. Yeah. Or that, the places I go to any like these days, that's not how I dress. So what I'm holding mm. on for, I don't know. And it's not like uni days where I was going out like a couple times a week or whatever, like. I don't, and also I don't dress that way now. So why am I holding on to it? Yeah. Um, but like, there's just so many things. Well, like, that'd be good for a night out. And if also now I'll go on a night out, and that's not even how I dress. Yeah. So yeah. The only time that you would dress like quote unquote that is if it were like your birthday and you're or like, like you. If I was going maybe out to a club, but the how often I go to a club is not often yeah I get you know yeah. you go for drinks now like right mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong I love a dance but I'll dance anywhere yeah so yeah. <laughs> but yeah but anyway before I digress what is I'll your ask you story? I'll ask oh. what is your fashion story you can go first because you have a big one okay so I sort of have like a two-parter of my clear out so part of my clear out was taking the summer clothes, R.I.P., out of my wardrobe because I don't have loads of storage here. So oh. it allows for more space in my wardrobe. And so I've taken all that out. I'm going to backpack it, put it in the loft. So my first question is, 
this is sort of the first time I've done this. I don't know if it's actually really damaging to like remove half your wardrobe and not see it for like six months because styles change a bit, right? Mm. And like, I don't know if you don't see it, even just like that little slither of it hanging in the wardrobe, if that means like you're not going to be as interested in it when you get it back or you're going to be more interested. So I don't know if you've ever done the seasonal thing. How yeah, did it go for I you? Have. I am a seasoned backpacker. Oh. Yeah, I am. I've done it a number of times in my life, partly for space reasons, mm. partly because I was moving as well. And to transport, it's easier to do the backpack thing. Um, I 100% agree with the idea that you need to see your wardrobe. You need to see what you own in order to like make full use of it and, mm. things and love it and wear them and whatnot. So I 100% agree that what's out of sight is out of mind. But you're not going to be wearing your holiday stuff right exactly. now. Exactly. You're not going there's so much stuff that you even with the best of intentions you just do not have the occasion to wear right now. The temperature has dropped being outside. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like what I've done is in the past because you know what the summer stuff don't it doesn't take up that much space really. They're quite thin and quite small. Um, a lot of summer clothes you wouldn't oh, think I lived it? in the UK oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like the big coat when it's in the summer and I'm putting mm, like the winter stuff away yes winter coats, stuff is bulkier yeah 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 can't yeah but what's important is not the fact that you've you've packed away the stuff is that when the seasons do change back you have to do this exercise again otherwise you're I just leaving it there to to rot but you know what? I tried to do it for the winter autumn season, but it feels like a much bigger commitment to put jumpers away because of the weather in this country. <laughs> like you could always throw a jumper on, right? If it's cold in the summer, you can throw a jumper on. Yeah, so I had to like, like thinner yeah, jumpers. Not that many yeah. is what I've learned. Um, I've got a lot of heavyweight jumpers. Um, I've also realized I really need to have more jumpers in my collection. Um but yes, the second part is I've also done a clear out. I've really tried to be ruthless of all the stuff. I'm like, that doesn't fit you anymore. Who are you kidding? You're not going to be that size yeah. again. But also, and my body's changed, guys. This might be a whole episode of my body shaming me. Um, I think we've had this discussion in part. I'm sure we have. <laughs> well, it was like in a restaurant and we had this full blown. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. Yeah. Um, but also like clothes from like... I don't go on those nights out anymore or like that was a phase we don't need that anymore mm-hmm. or I've had that too long and it's just unacceptable so I've put all of those clothes also in backpack so my theory was if I don't miss them for until the seasons change and I go back into the loft and get my stuff then they go to either a home depop charity whatever it is and I thought that was quite like a a good way because otherwise I think you can be really hasty with parting with stuff, but also I then was able to be more ruthless knowing that like they weren't like forever gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping this is going to work well for me. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea, to be honest. You need to give yourself a bit of time before you try and depart with clothes. I've definitely been hasty in the past and really like regretted certain things I've got rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think I, d- I don't think I'll regret any of these <laughs> I think you the best thing you can do with clothes is use them as much yeah. as possible because they don't fetch a lot of money when you try to sell them. No. It's it's it's, it's really a lot of bother. More, yeah, it's more a clear out exercise than it is like you trying to recoup funds and like mm-hmm. make money back for what you've bought. Um I think if it's like bags and other things, then it's different. Like you can mm. make some decent money out of it. But with clothes it doesn't serve you like throwing away stuff like preemptively you mm. might as well hang on to it and like try and use it that's what I think yeah I agree I agree so that's the first part of my cull okay but I think this my personality type is I'm a bit all or nothing um so like mid like clearing up my bedroom mess is everywhere I'm like I should sort out my socks and I should sort out my underwear drawer and it's like yeah. one thing at a time lady oh I have a I have an organized underwear drawer 
Oh, I haven't. No, it's organized. But I mean, like, look, let's get rid of those. We don't need that many period pants, you know, like we don't. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah. Like just a little refresh. I feel like I just need a little and refresh. Some, you know what, sometimes when you have too many of those, you rely too heavily on them. You're not even yeah. on the period, but you're just wearing them because they're just. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, some just like they just don't cut the mustard anymore. No, so um, I feel like I'm going to have a real cull. Going to treat myself to some new pants, new socks, new tights. Yeah, you know that kind of a thing. What a thrill! What a thrill! <laughs> what um, a treat! What a dream! I know. So yeah, that's my weird fashion story section. Hmm. What's your fashion like story it. this week? I feel like I know what it is. Uh, well, I have a couple actually. Okay. Um, I think I will start with a fashion story that I wasn't planning on talking about, but it's kind of just reminded me. Um, in part, my no buying year <laughs> thing so far. So um, it's going all right. I haven't bought anything, but I haven't. No, 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 I haven't bought anything. But I are you, are you planning to do this for a full year? Yeah, but <laughs> you you have on. a big birthday during that time. This is this is it's not even for my birthday. I'm not even looking okay. to buy stuff for my birthday. You for um, sure will though. But I do want to get some stuff for Christmas. But mm. the thing is, what I've done in the past is I need to convince other people to buy them for me as gifts. And trust me, that's a difficult job to do. I'm trying to convince because I I'm the sort of person that when I ask for a gift, I'm like, I'd rather you not buy me anything or you buy me just what I ask for. Because yeah, then I, oh. I don't. Like I, I don't, don't want a top anything. like that. I want that exact top. <laughs> it sounds really stuck up. No, no, no. I'm the it's exact same. It, it's my list, or it's it's no it's list. list. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd rather your company or like what I want. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So um, I am gonna try and convince like family members mm. or like Mister Big or something to get me certain things if I have my eye on it. Um, like but it's not. I honestly, when my birthday rolls around, like I don't need anything clothes wise for my birthday. Like definitely not. Um, but I think the winter sale is the one that's going to be mm. tricky. And that's why I need other people to buy me stuff. You like a good coat as well. <sighs> yeah. So, <laughs> so what I've noticed this week is I have been more inclined to look at really expensive stuff. Yes. Like I've just. Unattainable. <sighs> Definitely. So because my birthday's in February and I was like, I'm going to be 30 and it's like, it's a big birthday. It's an excuse to get something big. Like what is something that I couldn't buy myself outright because it's too expensive, but I think it would be nice to have something commemorative, something extra special. And so what did you find? I'm thinking, (laughs) this is going to sound so ridiculous. My pipe dream. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know much about watches, but in my mind, in my alternate universe, I'm getting a Cartier Panther watch. <laughs> right. Um, so I've like I started like looking at the different sizes and what they're made for, and you know, I was in the the YouTube watch rabbit hole for a little bit. Stop. Yeah, and I'm on the secondhand market because I'm like these depreciating value I might just might as well get a secondhand one so then today while I was at work in quotation marks at home I was on the (laughs) Chanel website wasn't I I'm not getting a Chanel bag anytime soon not with those price increases (laughs) (laughs) which leads me on to my second fashion story oh my gosh um so honestly for someone who doesn't actually buy I don't have a large designer collection of anything to be honest um but I don't know how I keep up with some of this stuff so Chanel is introducing a bag quota for their most popular bag styles yep and I've seen this being reported by the highest investigative sources on YouTube (laughs) They need um, a bag quota. Yeah. So you know how Hermes does? You can only buy two of each. Are they trying working. to become Hermes prices? Because I'm not okay with that. Their quality is not there. So this is all part of like a larger discussion, isn't it? Mm. So Chanel 
they're introducing a bag quota. It will be on the classic flap, the Gabrielle, the some other top handle bag, which I don't really like, and something else. I think like the boy. I think it may be their classic. I would almost do it for the opposite styles. You know, I'd do it for your like seasonal that like, you know, that they can only buy. That's true. Because like actually, if someone likes the classic flap, they could have that in like five colours. Not anymore. <laughs> what a shame my dream of buying five yeah. next year is gone i know and so it also extends to small leather goods you can't buy two of the same like wallet let's say or purse some people of are the same model rich and gift those as presents yeah but listen this is never a problem most of us are ever gonna have we're not gonna be buying more than like two or three if i get to a point where i can afford to buy two chanel bags in one go is it a problem i'm okay to have that they yeah, won't sell yeah, me yeah. to this is a year <laughs> this is a year yeah right? so but like i'm okay to have that problem yeah oh no it's a good problem to have mm. oh yeah for sure um so yeah that is a bad quote so as you were saying and a lot of people have said in recent past that their price increases are putting them on a parallel with Hermes. Mm. And really the only difference at this point, because you could get a Birkin for seven grand, eight grand, but it's how attainable and how likely are you to get that bag to even yeah. begin with. And that's what makes Hermes like the most sought after brand. Sought after bag because it's hard to get it. It's not really the price as such. It's the availability of it. Well, not anymore now that Chanel bags are around that mark. Yeah, but they are far more easier to get. Mm. You can, I mean, you might have to I mean, get into the store. Every time Dick and Harry can, yeah. Yeah. So I think that they are trying to become more profitable, more like Hermes, but also probably try and crush the secondhand reseller market as well. <clears throat> Sorry, because if you are a reseller, you would buy a couple at a time and you would sell them on. And now if you can only buy like, two classic flaps two gabrielles whatever oh it? so they're doing it on the stuff that holds its value yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and i get that i just really do hope they increase their quality because i literally saw like a was it a youtube video or a reel or some form of post where a girl had bought a chanel bag and she was complaining that she'd had it not even a month and the gold hardware was already like becoming silver on the twist block and that was on her like classic flap and then she had another Chanel bag but that wasn't happening to the gold hardware but like I'm telling you now I would not be happy like I was talking about this with um my friend Faith over the weekend of like the more money you pay for something, the more expectation you have, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. So if you pay a lot for a nice holiday, you expect the service and all of that stuff to be nicer on that holiday. But of course, mm-hmm. things can happen wherever, right? And and so like, again, for like the Chanel bag, if you're paying five grand for a bag, you expect it to be flawless. But humans are still made it. There could be threads still like, you know. The Chanel bags aren't handmade. No, but, well, they are done by a machine with someone using the machine. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't I don't think you can make a bag without um, it being handmade. Is it the same person? Like, because I know, <clears throat> sorry, I have something in my throat, guys. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. Um, I know that with Hermes, each bag is made by one person from start oh, to finish. That won't happen at Chanel. There'll be one person who does, like, the reinforcement, one person who, like, yeah. does the okay. hardware and stuff like that. But from what I like from my bag knowledge I think it's very hard for like a machine just to fully to make the whole a bag thing. um <clears throat> like a, in essence like our clothes are all made by humans right yeah um even if that's shit like it's still yeah, even our hands stuff, it. yeah. yeah um but yeah it's just like it's that thing that you almost have to be prepared that if you're willing to pen- spend that on something you're willing for like there to be problems with it. Mm. But then that's a like, I don't know. You know what? For a Chanel bag, honestly, you could get a handmade or hand assembled mm. Rolex. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. 
I have my eye on a Chanel bag, of course. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a like a silly Chanel bag if I had the money for it. Yeah. But you're right, like it's weight like seven grand for a Chanel classic flap in like a medium. Yeah. Is not, I don't even think that's the jumbo money. size, yeah. Yeah. Like it's so much money that I think it's this new rule change is going to be really beneficial for those who already own a Chanel bag because not only does your bag go up in value anyway because the price increases and things like that, but mm. now the availability of your exact model it's rarer. is rarer. Yeah, it's rarer. So I mean, congrats to all of you guys who already slow clap. Yeah, slow clap. Um, yeah, you're right. They the last thing I think they could do is improve on their quality. Mm. but we'll see we'll see and also like they're already getting away with it so it's true if it's not broke don't fix it they're making the killing and like most brands are always trying to see how they can skimp on that stuff to make more margin right Mm -hmm. so (laughs) there are many brands going how can we make our margin smaller (laughs) yeah yeah well my last fashion story <clears throat> frog in my throat. She's got a sexy little voice on. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. To be honest. I'm so sorry. Um, is the one you anticipated, which is Fendi has collaborated with Skims. Silence. So my first thought when you sent me this message earlier was like, but she's been wearing Balenciaga for like the last month. like if I were Fendi I'd be pissed you're about to have a huge collaboration with me you've committed to like literally one designer for the last month I would have like I don't know to me that's like maybe she's about to switch to Fendi for the next month (laughs) who knows but you would have thought it'd be a Balenciaga collaboration the way she was going on with Balenciaga. But this is the thing. We cannot... It's easy Maybe she's make... pitching them for her next class. <laughs> Maybe. We can't confuse Kim with Skims. I know it's... I yeah. know it's the same thing, but technically this is her... Yeah, it's a business. Because Fendi has collaborated with, like, I think it was Nicki Minaj. She had, like, a little collab. She, like, loves Fendi. Yeah. And she had, like, this very pink... And it, it capsule make, collection. It does make sense for Fendi. I can like I can imagine people wearing like the undergarments like for ski season or you know mm. like that. I can see those layers like the the F's everywhere. So like I think Kim's slogan was like Fendi, like the Fendi prestige with like the Skims renovation or like the designer like yeah, yeah. Design whatever like. but with like their innovation i don't know i didn't know that skims was revolutionizing <laughs> the undergarment industry yeah and again we've said this about a lot of things i fail to see the like i fail to see where fendi is benefiting from mm. this collaboration fendi makes bodysuits anyway fendi makes ski stuff anyway. yeah people they make the leggings stuff. they make all that stuff people anything, are, and people love fendi at the moment yeah yeah if anything skims is going to bring the fendi price point down no mm. i just i think i think i say it every time we discuss skims there is never not a new collection like yeah. i just <laughs> don't understand how many skims products there must be now like there is always a new collection. Um, you know how yeah. pr- luxury brands used to do diffusion lines, and they always used to be like the cheaper version. Yeah, this is, is this like, like Fendi the new- diffusion. Is this I, it? I get. I guess it could be like you know Gucci had their North Face thing. Is this just like tapping into a different market? Is that just like the new thing we're going to see of like? And I guess. I guess Skims maybe have fans that Fendi don't. I don't know. Is that possible? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with North Face and Gucci is mm. North Face is aspirational in a way. Like it's not cheap yeah. stuff. And and it's so different, right? Like we just said Fendi's already got kind of, I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, well done to Kim. I'd be interested to see the price point of this collection, mm-hmm. but I don't really know the price point of Skims anyway. Um, I understand it's relatively affordable. Um, but yeah, I'd also be interested to know how well these collections do that she re- like does every other week. I think people do actually buy her stuff. You know? Oh, I'm sure. But like, they're like her diehard fans can't have enough money just to buy every collection she does, yeah. surely. I'm expecting Wolford prices. Yeah. Um, oh, that also reminds me, I'm just going to put another fashion story out there. It's not really a fashion story, but you were talking about Kylie Swim the other day. And I actually Always. saw a video about the quality of Kylie Swim. Yeah. And it's, and also, okay, so I think her name is Laurie Lee. She's really famous on YouTube. Mm. And she was comparing the gusset to a gusset on another like bikini bottom that she already has. And it was tiny on the Kylie swim because, you know, they have like Barbie parts down there. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and she was like, any movement and you've just like popped out sort of thing. <sighs> And there's a boob pop out. Not all of us get like other JJs, like Botoxed. Not all of us have designer vaginas. Oh my God. Mm. I think that's like the scariest thing for me. But then that to me is like, do you not understand bodies? No, she doesn't because hers is paid for. And all of her friends, I guess, are similar, right? Like you surround yourself by like that same culture. And you don't have a real life. You know, well, that's just made me think <laughs> in Mean Girls when that girl is like, it's not my fault if I've got a wide set vagina and a heavy flow. <laughs> what about her, Kylie? Oh, my God. You could not be on your period. <laughs> no. I bet it's not properly lined either. You know, I think the gusset was about the only thing that did have an extra strip. But yeah, but like it's still com- want like but, yeah, yeah. By comparison, like normal bikinis are double lined throughout and then have mm. an extra gusset bit. This was like single lined with a gut. Yeah, dangerous territory. But please, guys, if any one of you have bought kind, oh my god, please, please tell I, us. Yeah, I need a review. Love that. Yeah. So yeah, that's the end of my fashion stories. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you go follow us on Instagram, starloversubstancepod. Shoot us an email, starloversubstancepeak at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter. We've got all the links on our Instagram. You know what to do. So this week, guys, we thought it is Halloween mm-hmm. this week. If you didn't know, if you've been living under a rock. Um, I feel like it gets bigger every year. But the mm. last two years, obviously, mm. last year it wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like less this year it's a bit more subdued. Yeah. It's also like the world's still not right. Yeah. Um, but before that, it was really picking up momentum. For sure. Um, but yeah, we're we're discussing Halloween costumes and like the fast fashion effect of the Halloween season, essentially. Um, and putting our two cents on um putting the world to rights. So Yeah, well. Um so, so yeah. my first question is, have you ever bought a Halloween costume? And I'm talking I'm not talking like you've bought stuff to create your own. Mm. I'm saying you've gone into like a fancy dress store, you've bought those like poly like costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the last time I actually bought like a full Halloween. You don't like fancy dress, do you? It's not that I don't like it. I'm just very lazy, if I'm honest. <laughs> I, it's re- It just comes down to me being lazy when it comes to costumes and me buying something and then never wearing it again mm. or just like not being organized enough because I don't care enough. That's pretty much what it is. Okay. Um, 
I can't remember the last time. I mean, probably one of my most iconic Halloween moments <laughs> was um, when I was a child and we went to Devon and I begged my parents for an Esmeralda costume. <gasps> yeah, because she was my hero. Yeah, like, I loved Esmeralda. I had an Esmeralda Esmeralda fancy dress um, mm. when I was a kid. The one with the like sash and it had like the coins on it. And then it had a plastic hoop earring. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, well, that kind of doesn't really count as much because I bet you wore that more than once. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have um bought a few a few costumes. I'm I often quite good at just needing props and using stuff I've got. Mm-hmm. and to enhance the look um but yeah I definitely have but it's just like it adds I guess to that like wearing it once only a phenomenon I mm-hmm. guess it's the first version of that yeah it is like because with everything else that you buy that comes with clove in regards to clothing you have every intention of wearing it multiple times and, and creating more new- options too I guess yeah with a fancy dress costume, particularly Halloween, like you are never gonna go as like Freddy Krueger on like mm. like every week. You're just putting on Freddy Krueger costume, and like rarely gonna do it every year. You like, yeah. I mean, that'd be quite funny actually if you just always had like the same costume every year. It would, um, and that to be honest, that is something we could touch on later on when it comes to like how's the best way to celebrate mm. Halloween. But yeah, you buy it because you're just going to use it once. And that's the uh, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I have some scary statistics if you'd ahead. like to hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, spooky, scary. Um, I can't open my phone, so that's good. So Halloween is considered to be the worst um holiday for wastefulness when it comes to plastics mm. um even from food because obviously like sweets and stuff like that um, Christmas I think it's more than Christmas because it's it's so it's the it's what these plastics like um these costumes are made of plastics so they're made of, like polyurethane I oh I say see. that word mm-hmm. um but yeah so they they think that um a study that they found by a charity um, seasonal outfits produce 2,000 tonnes of plastic waste, mm-hmm. the equivalent of 83 million bottles. Mm-hmm. I know. And that, like, and that they're like, the, like, it obviously the main retailers are normally supermarkets or the fast fashion are best friends. Pretty little thing. And yeah, the 83% of the materials used were polluting, like, oil-based plastic and likely to end up in landfill and take between 20 to 200 years to decompose and that's just in the uk isn't it i think i've seen something yeah it's insane because it's really people start to buy their costumes mid like from mid-october onwards so in the space of let's say two three weeks we've collectively bought yeah 83 million bottles worth of costumes and then first week of November we've like we've either got them stored in our wardrobes or we've just dashed them yeah and we've bought them for our kids our little relatives ourselves um and yeah it's incredibly wasteful Mm. I mean the yeah the amount of plastic that goes into costumes is more than normal clothing not just because of the fabric that they're cute, I guess the stuff, cost you get, the, you get the props as well you yeah get, I know if you're going as Captain America you're gonna have the shield and you're gonna have yeah. like all these other components that go with the costume so yeah it's pretty it's bad great I got a statistic it says that 30 million people in the UK buy costumes like on a given year um, and ninety percent of families consider buying costumes. So, although I mean, it's pretty much the whole country, mm. um, but most families in the UK consider buying costumes. They subsequently don't all buy them, but they consider it. Um, but hey, we're so- like what? We're nearly like probably seventy million in the UK these yeah. days. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, like, my mum and dad are never going to buy. I'm I'm come from a family of five. 
my mum and dad are never gonna buy a Halloween costume. Mm. So my brothers probably aren't. So like kids. Yeah, that's true. So they'd buy for their kids. So like in our extended family, it'd probably be a little bit less than like 50%. Yeah. But like that's still like to me that number seems kind of high because like parents I mean maybe parents do buy them for trick-or-treat like match their kids but like that was never something I mean Halloween wasn't big when we were kids no it was it was a thing to do but it wasn't my like it would be like you'd put a sheet on and be a ghost or like you'd get a witch's hat and then like put a black bin bag on (laughs) like I don't know we like my parents really did not my mum hates Halloween (gasps) she hates it so yeah I understand. I get what you mean. Like it wasn't something that adults did. Mm. Definitely like a kiddie thing. You go around to your friend's house. It was a sleepover. You go around their neighborhood. You trick or treat with the adults. And then, and then that was it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You're right. It's just become so much bigger. And most of the people in this country are considering buying costumes so much so that I think it was the same study that you've quoted from 7 million costumes thrown away each year. Yeah, there's all these statistics that I have is on a given year, yeah. I mean, I that doesn't surprise me, right? Because each year you're going to ask your kids what they want to be. Odds are they're not the same size next year. Oh, and yeah. they're not going to want to be the same thing because that's not going to be cool next year. Mm-hmm. And like there's, I mean, one of my best friends growing up had a fancy dress box because they loved fancy dress. But not many people have dressing up boxes anymore. That's not how kids have, like, have fun, mm. um, you know. And also, like, I just suddenly realised as well, the thing that I feel like's really gained momentum in the past few years, and I've noticed a little bit more this year, is people decorating their houses. So, like, in supermarkets now, like, there's, like, fake cobwebs you can put in your windows, or, like, there's, like, like little skeletons or, like, little cauldrons or plastic um, pumpkins, or like bats and so like that's also adding to the plastic consumption and like unless you're telling me like family is going to be storing Halloween decorations now like they do Christmas decorations and Easter and all of that stuff like these holidays are just getting bigger Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean yeah yeah when thinking about this episode it reminded me of when I've worked when you know working for various brands And when it comes to these seasonal holidays, especially I was working for an American brand and they're like big on seasonal holidays and like having to bring out a new collection or a new colorway Mm. for like Christmas or Halloween and Valentine's Day and all of this stuff. It's cute. You end up buying like SLGs from a brand that has like a, let's say a Halloween collection. Um, but even that, that's maybe a, of a bit more substance. It's not a Halloween costume, but it's a purse with a pumpkin on it. It's like, what the fuck? Why did I buy this? But yeah. people do buy into these really seasonally specific collections. And they're just as wasteful because you don't use them. You buy them because they're cute. They might have like a cute little design or like cartoon or something. Or it's just not a colour that you can really, like Valentine's Day, for example. I think Valentine's Day falls around the time of Chinese New Year mm-hmm. and like Singles and Day. And Singles Day. Yeah, around like the January, February, March, that early part of the year. And so all these collections, they're just coming out with red stuff. <laughs> stuff with hearts on it, stuff with, you know, it's brightly coloured red. Um stuff that come in pairs or singles, like we're at like 11s because it's like singles and two ones and whatnot. And even that, as cute as they are, you're probably just going to use it for that like month, let's say. And then you're probably not going to pull it out the year after to celebrate. You're going to forget you've got it. And even though, as I said, like, it's of more substance. It might be a leather purse or it might be a leather bag. It might be like a nice t-shirt or whatever. It's not necessarily made of all plastic. Mm. Oh, the consumption at this time of year is something that we really have to reckon with because 
it's all well and good to say we'll recycle it but me and you both know that like I think the global statistic is that 10% of things that are recycled that can be recycled Mm. actually do get get recycled recycled. and also like none of these costumes are recyclable like Mm, as far as I'm aware Mm. they're like highly flammable um yeah it's actually kind of crazy when you think like we go like bam from halloween americans then have thanksgiving which is another like festive time probably more stuff like this then we go into christmas those are decorations all of that stuff granted i feel like christmas people keep that decorations and like recycle them each year of, of bringing them out mm-hmm. but equally it's like the christmas jumper day there's like that's equally like considered now quite a wasteful day and I think there's mm-hmm. like being calls to potentially stop it really? but um, with Christmas jumper day there's a lot of people who pull out the same jumper year after year yeah I think and also it's for charity I think isn't it yeah 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 I, I don't know that's actually and also, like, can I mind. just say I own Christmas jumpers and I wear them every year yeah like I, I have multiple and I wear them every year and I maybe buy one each year to add to the collection. So. I I was going to say that I think that's quite like an old school way of doing things. Mm. Like Christmas jumpers, is it's not the most commercialised festive thing, you know? Mm. Like I know when we were back in the office and whatnot, wearing a Christmas jumper throughout December at work was like a normal thing yeah. that people could do. And it was just like, yeah, I'm wearing a Christmas jumper because it's December. Um, And so people would wear the same one time and time again, year after year. And I think that there's not much culturally left in the UK that is quite old school in that Mm. way. I think a lot of things have become quite, sorry, American listeners, you make up a massive large portion. (laughs) (laughs) but I think like when I think about growing up I think there was a very specific British tradition or culture or whatever Mm. and now everything's far more commercialized far more like global far more Americanized let's be realistic well all the holidays have been Americanized for sure Mm. and that's not necessarily a bad thing it's nice to get into the festive spirit and I think we do it because we need it I think Mm. we need these little splashes of of like excitement and joy and things to focus on and on um but yeah I think there definitely needs to be ways of like I'm a big fan of creating like a Halloween costume with makeup or Mm, that's true you do like you know face if you get face paint you can like kind of do anything you can just put a Harry Potter scar on your forehead and wear a shirt and a tie you know um I think we sh- there should definitely be more of an encouragement for like em- like thinking of what you've already got and seeing what you can kind of like salvage from that don't get me wrong it's so much fun like thinking of a funny costume and getting that stuff and I've definitely been victim of like buying stuff keeping the tags on it wearing it for an occasion <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, which doesn't solve the problem but I guess it kind of does I mean it's naughty but I guess it's not going to landfill and mm-hmm. uh, not by my command anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think there definitely needs to be, I mean, loads of people just like are happy to put blood on themselves and be like a zombie version of anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which to me is a bit of a slacking effort. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I, I don't really like gory outfits. I've never have. Um, oh, but I, I feel like there needs to be more like the DIY guys need to get yeah. on this. You know, yeah. there's there's DIY for everything. Mm. There's a real DIY niche of this world. Mm. And I think they need to take the Halloween season on. That's what I think needs to happen. I agree. I think this year with the release of Squid Game, oh everyone like... yeah. How many people are just going to wear a tracksuit and like be like everyone's going to be bloodied? Yeah. Everyone's going to get either they're going to be the red guys with the masks or they're yeah. going to be like the green guys who get slaughtered. Yeah. Um. So things like that. It's just like the ease. It's like mm. it's so easy. Like I'm going to do. I'm going to be that character or whatever, and just 
you know, buy something next day and it's going to arrive and you know you're going to be sorted for a party and it requires such little effort mm. um, that I think this year, especially, we're going to have such high levels of, because people are dying for a party, you know, and then we've yes. got freshers who are back as well, finally, after two years, and they are going to just like buy. Love fancy dress. That's the best mm. time for fancy dress. Yeah. 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 So, um, like you've kind of touched on already, what are the sorts of things that you think we could do to like minimize our like waste and our impact, environmental impact when it comes to Halloween? So I definitely think it's worth saying that like, I think it has to start a little bit from celeb culture because ultimately we're all victims of seeing like celebs turn out all the stops for costumes right and we want to like see if we can do the same mm. so I think we have to stop seeing that so much of like these bespoke costumes so a company I worked at the CEO would get a but like the atelier would make her costumes each year I kind of love it though oh amazing imagine having that life but like no one else could have a bespoke costume made, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, of course, we then try and, like, find the next best thing. It's an Amazon, like, or Party Delights, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like, special. Um, I think what- I think we almost have to see sort of more creative stuff maybe from there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just, like, shop your wardrobe. And also, like, Pinterest is a really good idea I like, like I said, I'll often do like face paint stuff. Like you could become like any Disney character with some good face paint. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Or like be that dude that just commits to your one costume each year. If I would like, you know, I would definitely have done that. Mm-hmm. Like still time to. Just I think what celebrities, what they could do is, because um, a lot of their costumes are like, they're bespoke made of course yeah um they should maybe auction them for charity or something but then that's still creating like waste yeah, isn't it i think gonna... because they have so many like parties that they go to like for mm. example they might have a halloween party at their own house and they go to like yeah it's like halloween week then... right now like there's all sorts of events going on yeah exactly so i think the, the day i see a celeb wear the same costume mm. throughout the week to every party they go to that would be like okay that, that and also, like imagine when Katy Perry does like the most ridiculous stuff right mm-hmm. it'd actually be really funny if she turned up to every party like as a hamburger yeah like actually, I'm getting my money worth out of this it's it would actually fun. be really funny yeah I think it was like Viola Davis uh, or maybe another actor who'd worn a dress for one award season and then a few years later was like listen I paid good money for this dress no it was the comedian oh I can't remember Tiffany Haddish oh yeah yeah. won an award in the dress and then like a few years later she was like I'm back in this dress because well she probably wasn't gifted it either right Mm. but also like so there's the initiative that oh not his wife anymore I was about to say Colin first wife I don't think they're together anymore are they oh I don't know I think they I think she had an affair oh um Olivia first um if she still goes by that name um so she had like a eco red carpet initiative where you like you she would encourage you for certain events she would encourage you basically to like wear a dress you've already worn or repurpose a dress you already have and very much like there shouldn't be a brand new dress for every red carpet type of a thing um and I guess there should be that kind of a thing with a Halloween costume of like repurposing stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like think so Kylie, when she did her iconic Christina Aguilera and she's now got some chaps. Why don't she go as a cowgirl? Yeah. You know? True. Maybe there should be like, um, you know how you can have book clubs where you like take a book and then like donate <laughs> it. And then no one's got the same dimensions book. as a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe just like they all do, though they all do. Yeah, that's true. You know, you get what you pay for. Um, I mean, that wasn't that one of Kim's jokes, right? That her sisters took pictures of her to their doctors, so that yeah, they could yeah, look yeah. like her. It's probably true. <laughs> probably so, 
I, I think maybe not for celebrity, but just for normal people. Mm. I'm sure there's like a little club or a charity or something. Oh, for sure. There definitely like, should be, actually. Yeah. 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 There definitely should be like a real, or like, or that you just hire, you rent rather mm. than buy. Yeah. I will say that this weekend I was looking, I was going into some charity shops on the hunt for some cheap plant pots because I have all these plants and I thought mm. I could do with being in a pot. And, you know, charity shops, it's the first place you go when you want to bargain. These charity shops are getting expensive. Are they? There's a plant pot. They were trying to sell it to me for like three pounds. Now, I know that doesn't sound expensive, but really, <laughs> you're trying to get like, a, like you're trying to pick up more. Well, also, of the, how, 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 big, how big a plant pot are we talking? Like small, medium, large? No, like a, like a, like a decent size. Like a, I don't a, a decent size. Imagine a decent <laughs> size. <laughs> Wow, be more vague. <laughs> um, um, a medium pot. Yeah. A medium pot. I wanted okay. to buy like six, seven. Right. Not, not spending like twenty-one pound. Yeah. Um. So I say all that to say that. The places that you'd think, oh, I could go to a charity shop, buy a secondhand Halloween costume. If you're lucky to find something in your mm. size that's good, the price of it is not necessarily cheaper, cheaper. Mm. than if you just go on ASOS and buy a ready-made costume. You know, now I'm thinking I'm just yeah. going to get my plant pots from Ikea because... So what I will say, so last year I really got into the festive season we were in lockdown and I did like a different makeup, Halloween makeup or costume every day for a week, mainly because ASOS had so many amazing costumes or wigs or whatever that I felt mm. really inspired. And I was like, yeah, this is so much fun. Cool. This year I was gearing up to do the same thing. Mm. They have got bugger all on their website. Really? And I wonder if it's a response to like the fast fashion thing Love I wonder that. if like it just isn't called for I don't know but like last year they had so many wigs they had so many different like ideas for costumes they had so much stuff and this year their Halloween I bet the Halloween edit isn't even like 200 pieces I think it's probably sold out last year no, no, no. I was buying them can I just tell you uh-huh. I go on that website frequently enough to know that it's not sold out <laughs> I got on that website far too frequently. Okay, I take it. Back. I know because I and also, but I was also like keeping an eye out, uh-huh. like for ideas, inspiration. I was gonna like plan what I was gonna do, and there's nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's more to that. Maybe there's uh-huh. like a, a retail trend happening that we don't know. Maybe they, maybe they've got a Halloween. Maybe costume maybe quota. last year they did loads and nothing happened, and they had to throw it all away. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm. not many good Halloween costumes on ASOS this year. They're probably all on Boohoo de Glam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. <clears throat> so um, I've got one other small s- statistic yeah. that I thought, you know, throw it in the mix. Um, do you want to know how much it costs us per year to throw away clothes in the landfill? Oh, no. No, I don't. Just <laughs> guess. Should I give you a clue? It's a double-digit million. You know what? This is making me think that I never want to give my clothes to a charity shop because charity shops often turn down clothes these days. And then even if they take them off you, they don't sell all of it. And they, no. s- they sell it on to like other countries. And they get oh, so am I contributing to this? My gosh. Um, I don't know. Tell me. 82 million pounds a year to send clothes to the landfill in the UK. I'm sorry. Why yeah. did we not discuss that in Brexit? <laughs> well, I know it's not relevant, but. Well, <coughs> that's how much it costs us. Well, can we not pump that into like curing cancer or something like that? No, we've been trying to cure cancer for like. I know, that would have already gone. (laughs) Um, 
oh man that feels like so, like I'd like a little slice of that 82 million that could be a million each for us all in the UK you just like buy a, every a- year they could gift us a million pounds with that well there'd be a, well yeah there'd be like a, a thousand pound for each person living in the country or something or a hundred pound oh my math I thought you said it was 82 million yeah yeah there's, there's nine 70 million people yeah so that's like yeah, but- a pound no it's like two pounds that's like uh, a pound 50 each person I, I got my math well, not even that not even that <laughs> got very like a pound wrong. 10 yeah but over a lot oh yeah, your maths was wrong. Though. My, my maths was really wrong, actually. Off. Yeah. Um, I think I said like £100 to begin with. <laughs> I thought it was a million. There you go. Crikey. <laughs> There's a whole 82 people in the country. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Uh, but that could, that could, that should definitely, like, how much do we pay for other waste? Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but it, I say that to say again because we throw away all these costumes. Yeah, we, we pay for it environmentally. We pay for it financially as a nation. And there probably um, aren't many other occasions where you physically throw. Your, like, I don't know many people who don't bother to like put their clothes out for a collection or like give them to a charity shop or try and sell them on eBay. I don't know many people who throw their clothes in the bin. But like they probably like the main thing they would throw in the bin, right, is a costume. Mm-hmm. Because I guess like it's harder to give that to a charity shop but or whatever. Even if you're donating it, even if you're donating it, it's going to a landfill. Because if they don't, if if it's not clean enough, supposedly, yeah, and like charity shops just aren't taking stuff. Like it's hard mm-hmm. for them to take stuff these days. They should lower their prices. More people would. <laughs> <laughs> You want want cheaper plant pots, not clothes. It's all the same. It's all the same. Um, Man, that's such a depressing number. (laughs) But yeah, that's like, it's so, it comes at a cost, like environmentally and financially. Like we, we pay for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Really glad that I've got this many clothes in my room now. Good luck. No, but like, you know, it then makes you realise like, why don't we only ever own like 30 things on rotation? Because it's boring, I suppose. I know, but like I know. <sighs> my, my like my goal that I see for myself is to be like like a wealthy minimalist. Mm. When I'm talking about clothing, like I like I wear like cashmeres, I wear silks, I yes. wear all of that stuff. You have like a a grey cashmere jumper, a black cashmere jumper, and maybe a beige. Yeah. Or like a tan. And that's my life. And you do. And you compare that with a silk shirt, a beautiful cotton shirt. You compare that with a leather skirt or some nice cotton drill trousers. (laughs) You'll be watching to me like capsule wardrobe videos. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I wish that could be me, but I feel like I have too many, like, I don't know. Yeah. Or just too, I was going to say too many characters, but I'm, I don't think I'm that crazy. No, you don't have a but like, yeah. I have too many sort of like emotions or whatever. Personality, yeah. Yeah, that's it. To like, that is me on a lot of days, but there are also days where I want to wear like a neon pink jumper. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that doesn't fit the edit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. And life is too short to not wear leopard print or bright pink. So 100%. But I think leopard print is like, we're so going. I think, I think right leopard now. print is neutral. It's a neutral though. It, it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that could be a whole episode, to be honest. I, I, I also, I, I also believe in throw that. in, I throw in metallics. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're off topic now. <laughs> oh my God. What is our poll for this week? Uh, um, Are you buying a Halloween costume this year, guys? Are you going out? Do you have a Halloween party lined up? And if so, yeah. what are you going as? Is it Squid Game? And will you be throwing away your costume? I like it. That's a that's a big poll. 
Um, okay. Can we take out the big pole? Because that just sounds like an innuendo. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a pretty big pole. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. That's the sound soundbite we don't need on the Crikey. Right, okay. The polls are in. You know, thanks guys for listening again. Uh, style over substance with myself, Mim. And me, Scarlett. We hope we haven't offended you, American friends. Mm, no, I think no. No. I think probably Americans get it a lot. No. Yeah. Well, no, but more like, hey, I love Halloween, but we've got to fix, we've got to fix some of the problem. Yeah, we've got to fix our act a little bit. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a, a good discussion about costumes. Yeah. But yeah, tell us. Are you buying one? What are you going as? Is it Squid Game? Are you throwing it in a landfill? <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Good night. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.